My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism. And listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right, my friends. You are listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Email, as always, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Facebook, Twitter, we're streaming there. Not streaming on YouTube because we're putting YouTube timeout for asking questions about election integrity, of course. Getting in trouble for that. You can't do that. Anyway, it's good to be here. Thank you for joining us. And so there's a ceasefire now between the Palestinians and the Israelis. Biden's out there claiming credit for this, by the way. Fox News article, Biden tries to claim credit for ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. Uh, This was yesterday. Article says Biden sought to take credit for a ceasefire Thursday between... Between Israel and Hamas, despite reports that it was Egypt that brokered the peace. Biden, who spoke at the White House, included a sentence in his remarks commending Egyptian officials for their critical role in ending the fighting, but he repeatedly emphasized the intensive work he said was done by his own administration over the last 11 days. This is Biden, by the way. I spoke with prime, uh, the prime minister six times. I've also spoken with President Abbas and the Palestinian Authority more than once. And part of our intense diplomatic engagement, I paused there because it says more the once. I'm guessing it says, I'm guessing he says then. He may have said more the once. Who knows with Biden. Um, I've spoken with the Palestinian Authority more than once and part 
part of our intense diplomatic engagement. And I want to also thank Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, or the National Security Advisor, and everyone on our team for their incredible efforts to bring this about, this outcome that we're about to see. So we're about to, I think it took place at 7 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, 2 a.m. local time in Israel and Gaza is when this apparently, which is what I understand it took place. So that's where we are. We've got we've got a ceasefire, and you know you wonder what has what has changed. What is, has Hamas run out of rockets? I mean, these are the questions I really have because it's not suddenly Hamas wants Israel to coexist alongside of them. But the good news is there, there's a ceasefire. But Israel had been pushing back on this. Netanyahu had been fight, you know, pushing back, um, reminding people that they were going to defend themselves. And good. That is 100% what has to happen. I just – it's remarkable. And not only that, the hatred and the targeting of uh, Jews here in – um, here in the United States and, and elsewhere now, I mean, you've seen videos. You probably have seen some of the videos. I saw a video of uh, people in a pickup truck chasing uh, a Hasidic Jew. I believe it was in Los Angeles. There's been all sorts of reports about targeting Jewish people. Um, I think if in New York City, other larger other larger cities as well. There's a deep-seated hatred for uh, for the Jewish people in the hearts of of many. Again, the Jewish people blamed for this. And look, you you it, it's a complicated issue, but in general, the statement is true. It is a true statement to say that Israel is doing virtually all it can to protect its people, all people, but in particular it's, well, I'm saying in particular, but it's women and children. Hamas, on the other hand, uses women and children as, well, as shields sometimes, many times. This is part of their strategy. They want to win the PR war. They want to make this about Israel killing too many of its citizens, which, of course, is terrible. It's a terrible position to be put in. But if you're facing thousands of rockets indiscriminately flying over your cities, of course, you have the Iron Dome. And I look, I listen to these leftists, John Oliver, I listen to... Who else has said this? I played a soundbite. I'm drawing a blank. I played a soundbite of someone else uh, the other day who said that this is uh, you know unfair. This is this is un an unfair fight. Oh, it was uh, the Daily Show? What's his name? I'm drawing a blank. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Thank you, Oz. Oz reminds me of the Trevor Noah soundbite. But but the fixation, the fascination with talking about. Whether or not Israel should proportionally, you know, the, the response is proportionate. Well, it's not fair. You've got, you've got all these weapons, and you've got this big military, and it's just like your little brother smacking you and kicking you in the legs. It's it's that's insulting, really. 
Because missiles, no matter who they're fired by, are designed with, well, have the intent of killing people. Israel, I guess, is supposed to just take it, according to the left, according to the media. And some people really get fired up about this. It's not They, they look at the death tallies, and, and basically, it sounds like, they're almost rooting for more Israelis to die because they want an equal number. It's so insane to me. It's so insane to me. But I think I saw the number was at least 230 Palestinians had died, and I don't know the... I'm looking here. This is a an article at NBC News, so God only knows NBC News here. But I read, yeah, here we go. More than 10 days of aerial attacks killed at least 230 Palestinians in Gaza and 12 Israelis, according to officials on both sides. And I guess that's that's to indicate Israel's the aggressor. There's more Palestinians that died in Gaza than Israelis. So ergo, says the media, says the likes of Trevor Noah, says the likes of John Oliver. I don't know if you've seen John. I can't play John Oliver's clip. I guess I we could edit it out. But he he likes using the the f bomb to to go off on this. But just the the fixation and the fascination with this not being not being fair as though the intentions of Hamas firing rockets is somehow somehow doesn't matter. Well, they haven't gotten through. I guess Israel should just wait and sit on its hands until missiles start going through and hitting more people dying. It's just, it's absurd. Literally thousands of missiles flying around. The likes of John Oliver, who many of you may not even know who this crazy fella is, and that's probably for your own good. Many of you do know who he is, but this the, the logic and the thinking on this is just beyond my... Again, I understand because they're leftists, but I don't understand in the sense of being someone who really wants – I mean, I want to see this end. I want to see this end, but the question is why did it end? Did suddenly the – has Hamas seen the error of its ways? I mean, it's laughable. That's not what's happened here, and Israel knows it. And Israel's even prepared to some degree to accept the reality of this and say, we know they still hate us, but as long as they don't shoot rockets at us, we'll stop returning fire. See, that's measured to me. That's commendable to me because on one hand, it's absolutely we're absolutely certain that their hatred, their hatred being Hamas's hatred for Israel, is not has not vanished has not dissipated, has not gone away. And so they could just as easily pick up a rocket right now and fire it as they could have any time yesterday, which they were up until this. They were firing up until, I don't know how close until, but the ceasefire was announced before, of course, it took place. And the time between its announcement and the time, you know, between that time and the time it took place, they were still firing Rockets. Israel was still returning. Uh, they, they still, I think, took another building out or something because they had to. Because they had to. And a lot of this support or the moral equivocation given here, given here between 
what Hamas is doing and what Israel is doing is fed by leftists, is fed by the media. Hamas is trying, trying its best to make it look like they're acting in defense so that the world will support them and condemn Israel. Again, Israel is in the middle of a bunch of nations that hate it, that hate the nation of Israel. Some have stated, like Iran, they want Israel to be wiped off the face of the planet. And we're supposed to sit here and just think that there's a moral equivalency between the two um, the Israelis, the Israeli government, the IDF, and and Hamas, when, of course, common sense and reality tell us that there's not. But the good news, again, and I'm just there's – a, there's a temporary ceasefire. We'll see if it takes root. To some degree, all these ceasefires are temporary because the problem itself has not gone away. Hamas has not stopped teaching its – uh, you know, you're spreading propaganda about who the Israeli people are. Hamas has not ceased hating and seeking the destruction of the Israeli people. They've just put it on on pause. They've put it on pause. Biden wants credit for it, as politi- all politicians, of course, want credit for this stuff. Turns out it was the Egyptians, according to reports. But even I, I just say be careful crediting anyone for anything yet because we're not even twelve hours into this thing, and you know how these things these things go. And hopefully it takes hold. But again, the nature of this conflict is such that if anything, it's just it's just a pause, and maybe it's a pause for a couple of days. I mean, it could be a pause for a few hours, a few days, a few weeks, a few months, a few years. But again, this hatred is still there. And I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm just trying to tell you the truth here. And the truth is, is that nothing has fundamentally changed between, well, really, uh, as it pertains to the hatred that Hamas and Hamas supporters, and some or even many, it depends on, uh, the particular area, I guess, but the Palestinians and their hatred for for Israel. But for the time being, there's no missiles flying. That's good for the Israeli people. That's good for the Palestinian civilians who are caught in this mess that's caused by Hamas as well, being used as human shields as Hamas hides or fires their weapons from places like schools and homes and AP uh, you know, AP news headquarters and hospitals and that sort of thing. And then Israel strikes back and kills citizens because they've got, you know, Hamas has their weapons stashed or they're firing missiles from these places. And Hamas wants to blame Israel. It's, it's beyond absurd. They start the fight. They fight the fight. On it in places, or they shoot their missiles from places where their civilians are. Israel responds, even after trying to clear the area, right? Israel drops leaflets and tries to get area, areas cleared before striking, but yet civilians are still dying, and it's somehow Israel's fault. And people like John Oliver and Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah say it's not even a fair fight. I guess Israel shouldn't even be fighting back. It's like they're a 14-year-old kid, and they got a 6-year-old kid brother, and they're responding with too much force. 
It's absurd, but this is where we are. But a ceasefire is temporarily, I say temporarily, because, again, it's not been long enough yet to say. But the hatred's still there. Timeout's necessary. Quick timeout. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not better talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable My Pillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Friends, by the way, I should tell you this program is brought to you in part by our friends at Indie Dental Sleep. Indie Dental Sleep has a, well, let's just say this. If you or your partner have issues snoring at night, keeping someone awake, um, then it may be time to look at a sleep device that can help you, that can help both of you sleep. And this, I mean, some instances, folks, um, individuals, actually husbands and wives are separated into different beds, sometimes into different rooms altogether because of snoring. And some folks may be hesitant to look into getting help because they might think CPAP machine, and there's nothing wrong. CPAP may be the right fit, but they might think, I just don't know if I want to go to that that level. That's a more CPAP machines are a bigger commitment. What if you could have a sleep device that's much less cumbersome that helps uh, eliminate the problem and gives both husband and wife, a nice, 
peaceful sleep and they can stay in the same room in the same bed together. So if you're looking at that, have mild to moderate issues with snoring, maybe some mild to moderate sleep apnea, check out IndieDentalSleep.com. IndieDentalSleep.com. You can schedule a free consultation with the folks there at the Indie Dental Sleep team, and they will take a look. Just go to the schedule appointment link. Be sure to put our name or the Todd Huff Show in uh, on that form to let them know where you heard of this. But IndieDentalSleep.com. Check them out today. So I want to talk here about January 6th commission, right? We got this January 6th commission. 35 Republicans now have voted with the Democrats to basically give power to a commission, all right? You got to love the commission. These commissions, I mean, they solve all so many problems for Americans. You get a blue panel commission or whatever all these names are for these group of uh, of congressmen bipartisan of course bipartisan congress people get a pontificate and get on their platforms and pound their fists and show their dismay for what happened on january 6th fixing nothing only using it for political purposes gonna dig and get to the bottom of this what happened what happened to cause the insurrection this is totally ridiculous. It is. And you can say that by and, and acknowledge acknowledge that some of the things that happened on January, and I say some because there was a peaceful, and I think a lot of this gets intentionally convoluted. They want to confuse this. They want you to think that millions of Trump supporters stormed the Capitol when that's clearly not the case. There's been video released of Capitol police officers walking some people just welcoming uh, welcoming them into I don't I think it was the house chambers it could have been either the house or the senate chamber where they were taken remember the uh the guy that was all dressed up like the Simpsons character the shaman or whatever he's calling himself and look I, I'm not defending everything that these folks did and there was clearly the, the violent element there there was we saw that those people should be held responsible this is not complicated this is not complicated but it was not an insurrection i just it, it the things that we're literally discussing as reality it was no more an insurrection than when i mean there's examples remember in wisconsin a few years ago when uh, protesters seized control of their state's capital. I think they were for they were against Governor Walker at the time, if memory serves me. And I don't know if it was a right to work thing or something with teachers unions. That wasn't called an insurrection. That was protesting. That was peaceful protesting. They did some damage to the building. Again, peaceful protest is one thing. Even if I disagree with what they're saying. Um, even, I mean, as long as it's, it's, when it crosses into violence, you've heard the whole, when does a protest, I've said this multiple times on here before, when a protest becomes a riot, you know, when, a, when that happens, you've ceased attending a riot, a protest and you're now at a riot. When bricks are flying through the air, when you've bashed through barricades, when you set fires in the street, when you're dancing on top of police cars, no matter if you're at a Black Lives Matter rally, a Trump rally, a Stop the steel rally. It doesn't matter. You've ceased attending a protest, and you're now 
at a riot. It's not, it's not complicated. And there were elements of a riot on the Capitol grounds January 6th. But to call this an insurrection is giving way, 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 way too much power to the people who did it. To the people who did it. And then you look at some of these aspects, again, where they're walked in, they're welcomed in. The police opened the barricades. That was a part of this. That part of the, of the Capitol grounds where that was happening was not violent clashes with police. There was that on other, in other places. But the idea that we need a commission to look at, into this, purely – this is purely political. This is a dog and pony show. You arrest the people who did what they shouldn't do. You put them on trial. And let the juries decide if they're guilty. And both sides, in a perfect world, of course, this is not how they do it. But both sides say, look, protest is fine. But when we see violence and breaking of things at the Capitol and smashing of windows, you've ceased attending a protest and you're now, you're now rioting. We, rec- we understand that people are mad on both sides of this whole political debate that we're consistently trapped in here in this great nation. We understand that. We understand emotions run high. And we understand that you can do everything in your power to persuade and convince and protest, but you can't go to this level. And there's consequences. If you break the law, you should pay the consequences for for your crimes. Again, this is beyond easy to me, and it's beyond easy to you as well. But now we need a commission to look into this. Why? Because they think that they can politically harm Republicans. And Republicans are now, some of them, afraid that it's going to harm them, so they jump on the side of voting for this January 6th commission. In fact, here locally, one of our representatives... He's not my representative, but he's from a neighboring district. Trey Hollingsworth was one of the 35 Republicans to vote for to vote for uh, this insurrection blue ribbon commission that's going to dig to the bottom of this and I guess figure out who caused the insurrection to take place. Again, this is beyond ridiculous to me, but this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing in Washington, in Washington D.C., and make no mistake, this is designed to help uh, keep the narrative alive that Republicans, especially the 175, I think it was, that voted against empowering this commission. Um, this is about trying to frame the 2020, or excuse me, 2022 midterm election, which we're not that far away from. It's November of next year, so we're just about a year and a half away. And so beginning to frame that and to make sure the media will take its orders, complicitly complying with the request of the Democrat Party and now 35 Republicans to uh, make the narrative of 2022 about the January 6th insurrection, as they call it. Is it the power of words. I remember in college having... You know, discussions with with folks and and saying that hey, the person who sets the terms of the debate is going to probably prevail. At least they've stacked the deck in their advantage or in their favor to do so. Right? If the opposing side is the insurrectionist 
and you are the, you know, America-loving, patriotic Democrat Party. I mean, that's the starting point. It's tough to, it's tough to start as, as the party that supports the insurrectionists. And you, and you look at some of the videos. I mean, there, there's, pl- there's plenty of videos that show violence. And again, consequences should be had there. There are plenty of videos that just show people, again, being allowed into the, the premise by Capitol Police. So Nancy Pelosi, though, and Liz Cheney, who now may be BFFs for all I know, they are both spreading fake news. I wonder if Twitter has shut them down for this. They spread some fake news about the January 6th insurrection, in particular a message that supposedly, they say, came from Capitol Police, which did not. So we'll talk about that after the break, but i got to take a quick time out. You're listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back in a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back. So Liz Cheney, Nancy Pelosi, new BFFs are sharing fake news, sharing fake news. Twitter, if you're listening, Jack Dorsey, get on this. Make sure that you shut their accounts down immediately. This is a danger to our democracy. We are on the verge of seeking to exist because of this tweet. Get on it, Team Twitter. Get your exclamation points or 
warning labels, or whatever it is, preferably a complete shutdown. A permanent ban may be in order for Liz Cheney and Nancy Pelosi for tweeting for tweeting this. The tweet is this. U.S. Uh, it, it's a letter on, on letterhead from U.S. Capitol Police. And a reporter named Olivia Beavers from, I think, Politico. Yeah, Politico. She tweeted this out, I guess it was yesterday, the night, yeah, uh, two days ago. Members, she says, news, all capitals. Members of the U.S. Capitol Police have issued a statement to members of Congress expressing profound disappointment with McConnell and McCarthy's positions on the January 6th commission, citing the trauma that officers endured that day. I just, look, of course there's, I mean, law enforcement officers deal with trauma. In fact, I've seen that, I just read, 20% of Seattle's law enforcement has quit in the past past year or two, but not very long. I don't know the exact time frame, but they've resigned, 20%, because of what they're, they're dealing with up there, particularly how their hands are being tied and the, I guess, uh, the way that they're being micromanaged and, of course, all under the guise or under the stated purposes of protecting people from the police, essentially. Um, 20% of officers up there have, have stopped, stopped working, quit. Now, if you read Olivia Beaver's tweet it says members of the u.s capitol police so even though it's on u.s capitol police letterhead it's not an official statement by the uh, capitol police themselves rather members or officers who are part of the capitol police the capitol police after uh, later later on the uh, wednesday actually not very not very far not very long after she tweeted that um, the Capitol Police says USCP, U.S. Capitol Police, does not take positions on legislation. And in fact, the little um, statement below, well, it, they have a little screenshot. This is a statement is circula- circulating on so- uh, social media, which expresses an opinion about the proposed legislation to create a commission to investigate January 6th. This is not an official USCP statement. The department has no way of confirming it was even authored by USCP personnel. The U.S. Capitol Police does not take positions on legislation. So they came out and said, hey, we're not even taking a position here. And in fairness, the tweet um, said it was members. And But again, who knows? Anybody could grab a logo of the Capitol Police online, put it on in a Word document, type up a statement, send it to some reporter who's not doing his or her job, of course, and then sending that that bad boy out, tweeting it. Now, if Republicans, if Jim Jordan did this, if Trump did this, of course, Trump can't do it because Trump's not allowed on Twitter because he's a threat to humanity. <laughs> dangerous, dangerous person. I think I, did I read the other day 97% of Republicans and independents do not favor i think i saw this are against trump being permanently banned on social media so that means basically everybody who wants him banned is a liberal is a democrat 
because it's close to 50-50. So I think, I, I don't know the, the numbers now that I say that, but I, th- I think it was 97% is what an article said. So the people that won in, won in band are just the people that disagree with him. That seems logical. Anyway, when Liz Cheney and Nancy Pelosi saw this tweet, fake tweet, by the way, at least in the sense that people uh, believe it's from the Capitol Police, Nancy Pelosi and Liz Cheney both tweeted out this message or retweeted it. Nancy Pelosi tweeted, it's unfortunate that Kevin McCarthy and Republicans are petrified of the truth. And then Liz Cheney just retweeted it without comment or without any other comments, just retweeted it um, after Olivia Beavers had posted it. But where's Twitter to save the day here? Where's Twitter to make sure that we know what's going on? Where's Twitter telling us and having their secret meetings, the tribal council, determining if Nancy Pelosi's Twitter feed should stay active because she's furthering. You know that this would be the case. You, There is no doubt if Trump forwarded, tweeted something that had official U.S. Capitol Police letterhead and it was not endorsed by the organization, you know without a doubt that he would he would even be accused of having written the statement. And we would be talking about how dangerous it is to uh, for a political or a politician to have access to Photoshop or to be able to grab screenshots and recreate something that looks like an official letterhead. We'd be talking about how dangerous this is to society and democracy. It'd be further evidence as to why President Trump should be permanently banned from Twitter Facebook would convene their tribal council, their secret council. Well, we can know the 20, but we can't know the, the five specific people that get together and, and make the decision, tell us about Trump and why he'll be permanently banned or indefinitely banned. And this is where we would go, and Jack Dorsey would be out there telling us, and so would Zuckerberg, that this is... Just unfortunately, the position they're forced into to take the former president of the United States off their platform, and on and on this goes. Nancy Pelosi, Liz Cheney, they're trying to further the narrative and the uh, the ideology, candidly. That's Liz Cheney. I mean, I'm, look, I'm not going to call Liz Cheney a, a leftist. That's not what's going on here, but she's she's wrong on this. She's just, she's just wrong, and she can be upset with Trump, um, but... When I listen to Liz Cheney talk, it sounds uh, when when she's talking about Trump, she sounds pretty much like Nancy Pelosi to me. Same with Adam Kinzinger. It's it's in uh, it's indiscernible to me between which is which. In fact, you could probably throw the thirty five others, uh, thirty four other total of thirty five other Republicans on there, including Trey Hollingsworth. Which Trey Trey Hollingsworth effectively now? I mean is cozying up to the never-Trumpers. What will Hoosiers in his district have to say about that? Will anyone run against him? I don't know. Anyway, fake news being spread by Pelosi and Cheney. we got to stop this immediately. Take him down, silence him on Twitter. I mean, that's what I'm supposed to say, right? That's the way it works for Trump. Quick time out. Got to take a break. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. 
My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Friends, program brought to you in part, in part by Ward's Apparel, Ward's Apparel in Mooresville, conveniently located next to Gray Brothers Cafeteria. So if you come to Ward's Apparel, you can grab lunch or dinner as well. Perfect little afternoon or weekend uh, trip to Mooresville. They offer high quality clothing work and play, affordable prices, still run by the family, run and operate, owned and operated by uh, Wards, the Ward family here in Mooresville, wards-apparel.com. Check them out. You know, they specialize in finding kind of the hard-to-get sizes um, and they're, you know, stocked to the gills when you go in there, all sorts of Sizes and variety, things that you won't find elsewhere. But check them out, wards-apparel.com, or visit them in person in Mooresville right next to Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Yesterday, I was I referenced this at the very end of the program. It had come through um, right as I was, well, at the end of the program. David Leonard, New York Times. It says this is the U.S. suffering from a labor shortage. If so, capitalism has an answer. So basically he's talking here about – well, I'll, just, I'll, I'll read a bit of this. The chief executive of Domino's Pizza has complained about the company uh, – that the company cannot hire enough drivers. Lyft and Uber claim – to have a similar problem, a McDonald's franchise in Florida offered $50 to anybody willing to show up for an interview. And some fast food outlets have hung signs in their windows saying no one wants to work anymore. This is true. I've seen these in places. You may have seen them as well. Or, or I mean, some version of that. He's, of course, taking the most negative position because he's going to blame corporations. And I, look, I'm not 
uniformly defending corporations, but there's a reason for what's happening here. The idea that the United States suffers from a labor shortage, he continues, is fast becoming conventional wisdom. Before you accept the idea, it's worth taking a few minutes to think it through. Once you do, you may realize that the labor shortage is more myth than reality. So then he tries to tell us um, basically basically that the there are solutions in the free market economy, which there are. But, the, but he ignores completely the reason we're in this mess. Wages and – so normally a company could um, you know, look at raising prices or readjusting some things. But whenever people won't work, period, because of unemployment benefits given to them by the government, then businesses are truly stuck in a lose-lose position. And that is where we are, my friends. The government has placed its finger. I wanted to talk more about this, but I just, I, time doesn't let me. But the government has placed its finger, its hand upon the scale, and has tipped it way, way out of balance. And everything, so many things have followed here. It's truly disastrous, really. But the New York Times, as usual, is wrong. Got to take a break back here in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. my friends got to wrap up here quickly but i want to share with you something that will not be that shocking to you elon omar she has a daughter who's now in college she's now coming out as a communist that's right she's put the communist symbol on her twitter uh, page she's uh, supported riots she's calling for an insurrection now that's okay because she's calling for an insurrection against things that i guess jack dorsey and Twitter are cool with being against, but she's out there doing those things. But is this surprising to anybody? Is this surprising that Elon Omar's daughter comes out as a communist? Is this shocking to anybody? I mean, she's either learned this through a com- – I mean, she's either learned this uh, – we got a couple of options here with from her mother, from her educators. I don't know. Gotta go. Have a great weekend. SDG. See you Monday. Take care. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. 
Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TODD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD.